Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Clean Up on ILU, a podcast where we try to figure out, did that customer just walk away and not say thank you? Today we have a special guest for you. Uh, he's worked in grocery stores. He's worked in, uh, I want to say, larger corporate clothing brands, and he's worked at a jewelry store. Welcome, Elijah. Hey, thank you for having me. Thanks, cuz. No Thanks. problem. Thanks for being here. You know I love to support um, family members. Um, so tell me, you worked at a grocery store. What was that like? Grocery store, I was there when I, I started there when I was 16 years old. Um, so it was my first job. I wasn't like really expecting, I don't know. I wasn't expecting craziness, but it's definitely what I got in turn. Um, but it was a fun experience. Definitely somewhere, a good place to start. That's what I'll say. Okay, and did you have, like, fun while you worked there? Were the co-workers nice? What did, what did you do at the grocery store? Um, so when I first started there, I was a cart boy. So I would grab the carts, put them in the corral, everything like that. Then, did anyone almost hit you? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, the reflective thing didn't help that much. but It's just like, hey, I'm a moving target. Please hit me. It's 10 points. <laughs> Literally. Um, but after a couple months, I got bumped up to a cashier. So you already, you know, most people know what that entitles, handling the customer directly, um, handling the money, ringing up the groceries, everything like that. And then a couple months after that, I got bumped up to a produce clerk. So then I put out all the fruit and stuff. And out of those three things, what did you like best? Mm, I think, honestly, it's a tie between cashiering and produce. They both had their ups and downs. What did you like about them? cashiering as much as i hate to admit it i loved handling the people like with like talking with the people i guess you can say um with produce i would probably say the independentness of it if that's how oh, I so like it. two completely different things yes. like opposites i get that i get that i honestly when i was a cashier at a bakery i I felt like I just, I didn't like it. Like, I just loved seeing, there was, there's two sides though. Like, I loved it when everyone was happy. Like, you know, it was a good time. We were just having some fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I was giving you your case. You're giving me your money. You know, right. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> um, but then there was like the angry customers. That is true. I don't like angry customers. A lot of angry customers come from grocery stores. <laughs> a lot. Because they come in and they're just like, they're, they don't care who they have to yell at to get what they want, but, like, I'm not a manager. Right, right. <laughs> You're yelling and at the wrong person, At, at my <laughs> cash... Mm, sorry. <laughs> at my grocery store job, um, I wasn't a manager of any sorts at all. So it was definitely, like, bottom of the... Like, you know, bottom of the food chain, just dealing with the customers and dealing with any issues that they had, like, just kind of, like, taking it. And you then, you moved to a um, a clothing store in the mall... Yes. What was that like? Which was complete, definitely same ballpark, but completely different game. Um, it was madness. It was definitely fun, definitely, but it was definitely madness. And any, do you have any crazy stories from when you worked at that store? Hmm, let's see. There's so many. Um, Anytime like a boss pissed you off where a customer came in and just said the wrong thing. Yes. So of course, you know, not every day is going to be your day. But working in retail, you just kind of have to kind of chuck it. Like, you have to, like, eat, just basically eat whatever your problems are and right, deal with it. you're wearing a smile all day. Right. That's, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, one when of you're the, in the break room. Right. <laughs> one of these days just wasn't my day. A customer comes up to the register. No receipt. 
Um, you know how those customers are. No receipt. Oh, I know, because I am that customer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I want to return this here, please. Right. No tags, no receipt, no anything, but they wanted their money back. And, like, you know, as a manager, of course, at that time I was a manager at this job, um, you have to balance, of course, customers' needs, but also stick to your policies and stuff. So you have to kind of use your judgment. Um the customer was irate just kept yelling kept yelling just keep making a bigger scene holding up the line it was a lot it definitely was she was talking to you or was she talking to one of your employees at first she was talking to the employees and then when i came out when they got me of course that's when she's like directed all her anger and everything to me oh she had that red eye she was like coming for she you she was evil like she <laughs> <was> literally <laughs> evil like i felt like she came there literally just to ruin my life just to ruin it so what did she say um so she basically was like i want my money back i'm not leaving until i get it like i said causing a scene there's only four registers at where i was um and only two of them were open so she was definitely holding up the line a lot she was screaming basically like we had to call mall security honestly you we called were... mom security. Was she like a minivan mom? Like, coming in just to get her coin? Like, come on, Linda. She was... I don't... <laughs> That's she my car's was name. a... I don't, I don't know how to say <laughs> She was definitely one of those customers that, like, if she didn't get what she wanted, she was going to cause a scene. She was so... She was very um, opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. And she was not budging until she got her money. But, like I said, we did cause, call mall security, which we have to do more often what you think there. <laughs> and um, they did get her to leave. Um, she was still upset. She, and she didn't did, get her coin? No, not that day. But we did send her basically like a gift card in the mail. Like basically the worth, the price of the item that she was trying to bring back. That's good. That's what I would have wanted. I went to Zara. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I can't say that. I have to edit that part out. Oh. Um, I went... <laughs> oh, no, I guess, I guess I can say that. I don't have to edit it out. Sorry, guys. Um, I went to Zara, and I bought these $70 pants for my birthday. You know, I was feeling myself. I was feeling the whole plaid pants and, like, cute little sweater fantasy for my birthday. Except when I got home, I realized that, like, I didn't have anything that matched these pants. <laughs> Um, except for the shirt that I bought to wear with it. And I was like, these pants were literally $70. I'm <laughs> never going to wear them again. Not worth it. At all. And everyone else was like, just buy. So like, I had like a streak of brown and it. it was gray pants. They had a streak of brown in them. They were like plaid. I was really trying to do this super cute outfit look. And it was, I, I looked like a grandpa in it. When, once I like put it all together, it was, I had like a salmon brown shirt. It was a V-neck and I bought a chain to wear with it. Cause I was like, Oh look, this chain is super cute. I got it $11 on Amazon. Okay. And, and then it just ended up, I looked like an old man that was wearing a chain, like an old man. And I had silver hair. So like, I really just, it put the whole look together. It was like grandpa chic. I was like, <laughs> I cannot do this to myself. So I went to the store to return it and I was like, fuck, I don't know where I put the receipt at, you know? Maybe it's just my luck. I can return it. They're, they're going to give me my money back, right. or at least most of it. Right. Um, and then she goes, um, I can give you a store credit, but you have to use it right now. 
That is so much pressure. Seventy dollars. Use it right now. Use it right now. I never heard of that. Right. So I was like, uh, uh, uh I'm gonna leave. Um, I'm not returning these pants. I will go home and find that receipt. I want my seventy dollars back in right. my account. Um, I went home. I figured out that they were like literally right in front of my fucking face, and I could have found them the first time. <laughs> um, I was just too lazy to find them. So I took the receipt. I go back to the store. Um, and it's like two, now it's two minutes to close. So now, not only have I come to the store and tried to return my pants with no avail without my seat, but then I brought my receipt back and she goes, Oh, you made it. Oh, wow. That's different. Right. Well, she wasn't my, the person ringing me out. Her friend was, but the moral of the story is always bring your receipt to the store because <laughs> they're not giving you no money back otherwise. It makes it very easy and much easier on the person. <laughs> I mean, I definitely could have been like, well, I want my money and started screaming, but there was people behind me and I was looking cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I bought the pants in the first place. The ticket was in, or I guess I didn't realize that it said like 39 euros because this is like a European store. Um, and I was like, oh, $39 for these for these pants? Oh, absolutely. And then I got to the front, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't have the right sticker on it. It's actually $70. And I was like, oh. Um, but there was, like, 12 people behind me, and I was like, they're not all going to know that I'm not willing to spend $70 on these pants. I'm in this line with these pants, so I'm <laughs> buying them. See? Pressuring yourself. <laughs> um, so between the grocery store and the clothing store, you then move to a jewelry store where mm-hmm. you work now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that like? Com- it's very different than... F- <laughs> it's very different than the clothing store. Um, the jewelry store is definitely more personal with the customers. It's really just like a one-on-one type situation. There's really not... You don't have to worry about other customers around you. You're really just focusing on that one customer that you have in front of you, basically. So it was definitely different. And this uh, jewelry store allows you to speak to more customers, you would say? Or do you, is the, was the clothing store more customer-oriented? Um, both are definitely customer-oriented. I feel as though we see... You're exposed to more, you think, at the jewelry store? Yes, just the way that how it's set up in this particular mall. Um, you're just exposed to more. And it's like less space to operate around. And the customer can operate all around you. Put it like that. Mm, I got you. So uh, what do you do at the jewelry store? Um, I am an assistant manager there currently. Um, hey. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, so really I do, you know, of course the basic selling needs to all the customers selling or showing any of the jewelry that we do have. But also managing the employees, uh, making sure that everyone's, you know, hitting their marks, hitting their goals getting all their um, money in and everything of that nature. And um, what would you say is your favorite part about your current job? Favorite part? Hmm. I would probably say the personal aspect of it. How I am get to, I get to really focus on that one customer and really focus on their needs. And, like, have all the time in the world to Well, because I know at this place that you're able to actually, like, pierce your customers and such. Yes. You're allowed to give them piercings and yes. you sell them jewelry and such like that. Um, is there any experience you've had with, like, a child, like, a really bad experience there? Um, I would. Honestly, actually, yes, there is, actually. <laughs> um, there is a child that I was sitting down to get pierced. Um, I was about to pierce the ears for the first time. 
Um, they were a little bit older than normal. Um, so they were around the like five, six mark. I thought you were going to say there was like 18. I was like, that is not a child. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, I'm 22, but I love to say that I'm a child. (laughs) No, like that five, six age. So they're definitely toddlers running around, you know, just doing what they want to do and not wanting to sit down. And they're also getting scared because they see gloves and they see all this other stuff coming out. You know, I see gloves and I'm like, what are we doing? Right. (laughs) Um, And then this particular child's parents weren't really paying attention to them as much. So they let them sit in the chair themselves, weren't next to them, weren't trying to comfort them at all. So I just had to deal with the child myself, basically. I've Um, been like, this is not a babysitting service. Please come over and watch your child. Um, What if it starts to cry? I don't want a crying (laughs) child in my hands. Right. So they left him in the chair and he was like nervous, very nervous. Kind of skittish, didn't want to really want to sit still or listen to me, trying to clean off their ears and everything like that. Um, and I'm getting to go in for the piercing basically after I'm done setting up and everything like that. And the child starts kicking, kicks me in a certain area. Um, oh my God. And it, you know, it what I understand the kid, of course, like it's a, it's a five to six year old. Like what? I'm not going to be mad at the five I don't know about that. Anyone kicks me in my groin and we're, we're, we're boxing it out. Five-year-old, I'm so mad at the parents for not even being there and not even trying to console the child. I'd have been like, hello, can you please get your child? It just kicked me in the crotch and you now owe me an additional $10 tip. Thank you for your time. <laughs> like, you know, eventually I did get the person done. I was actually able to calm the child down. Um, I was doing more of what the parents were doing. At that point, I should have just adopted, but I can't <laughs> But yeah, that was definitely a crazy. I would say that's a bad experience, but you know, would you I say the, the best of it? Would you say that customers are better or worse at the jewelry store than they were at the um, the clothing store? Because I feel like question. people who want jewelry are a little bit more money hungry, or maybe they're like trying to like. Um, see, but I don't know. I've never worked for, like clothing retail or anything like right. that. Right. Oh, I would say the. The jewelry store, you kind of get those a little bit more, like, how do I say, snooty people, I guess you can say. Like, nose up. A bougie, a bougie bitch on a budget? <laughs> a BBB? No. That's me, hun. No, because there's a difference between the people who, like, like... There's some people who don't even, like, consider us a real, real jewelry store just because we're, like, more of a stand-type thing. But, you know, our company is related to other big companies that do the same thing. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of frustrating at that point. I feel that. And so you would say that the customers are, they're bougier and they're a little bit like more like, oh, I'm, I want this. I'm going to get this. That's how I want it. If you don't have it, buy. Whereas opposed to the, the other stores, more like a, a night, it's like a, you get your, it's almost like a European store. I feel like where you get like nicer clothes for cheaper. Right, right. And there's like a little bit of everything <clears throat> that everyone can kind of like at least find something like in the store I used to work previous, um, the clothing store. Like, you know, some people would always leave with a bag. Put it like that. Oh, the right. store, some people come in and they don't leave with nothing. I'd I be using my eyes. I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> how much that cost? Oh, thank you, next. <laughs> um, but at the other store, I can come in and spend like $20 and get like a few shirts, call right. it a day. That's true. That's true. So, you know, definitely. It's definitely, it's a different market. I would say that. Definitely a different market. And out of those three jobs, which is the, you would say the best job? The best one. The one where you had the most amount of fun. Oh, wow. I'm going to say 
<laughs> I'm probably gonna say f- the clothing store. <laughs> and why would you say the clothing store? Because I met some really great people and some really great like memories and time. Honestly, I, people was the only thing that I live for. Like at all of the jobs I've ever worked at, like my most current job as a pastry cook is where I found like the most amount of people who I can relate to. Right. There's a lot of people who are in my age range and a lot uh-huh. of people who are even like a little a little bit older than me and they all like are very chill and like oh let's go to this bar let's go to that bar definitely oh it's your birthday let's go out and celebrate like it's more of like a family type yes, yes, yes than yes, it yes. is That's like definitely how it was when you develop that type of relationship at a job you know you just fall in love with even the job even if you don't like it it's just like i am with these people these are my mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Um, definitely so i i feel that that you like that job because of the people definitely. are you still friends with a lot of them um, actually, yes, I just hung out with them the other day. <laughs> Some of the people that, um, I still keep in contact with from that store. Um, definitely all around just great people, like even great mentors, like people that were above me. Definitely met some good people that will like, you know, um, vouch for me if I ever needed them to. <laughs> and out of all three, what would you say was the worst job? Worst. Mm. Like where have you put up with like the most shit? see honestly though i still feel as though it's the same clothing job like that's where i've dealt with the most amount was it like so was it like a um a boss thing or like a customer thing or maybe even in like i guess someone who works under you think because you're like like, an associate yeah um, yeah um actually it was more so like management like um i was a part of the management team had about 10 other managers to deal with i know every time i walk in there there's like a new manager i was like can i speak to the manager and they're like i'm a manager and i'm like oh well i always would always try to come to your job and be like real <laughs> inconspicuous like can i speak to elijah um just tell him it's an angry customer and they're like oh you're his cousin i'm like no sh- sh- I'm not his cousin. <laughs> don't tell him that when you walk back <laughs> definitely um they're walking back in the back room like elijah your cousin here acting a fool again <laughs> Definitely. Stole some of our friends, too. (laughs) Um, It was definitely a manager thing, though. It was... Everyone had a different managing style. Some people really didn't carry their work like others. And it was just... It was frustrating, eventually. I just just hadn't made my time to go. As much as I didn't want to go, I had to go. Uh, So what would you say is, like, a scenario in which you got, like, really hostile with, like, a boss? Or a boss, like, came at you or something at the clothing store, I guess. Um, So this was after a fellow manager became the store manager of the store. Ooh, upgrade. Yes. Um, But it was the worst person to upgrade. (laughs) Oh, I hate when that happens. Yes. So she took over, and then her underling became what she was. And... He, that was eventually, that was at that point higher than me. Um, even though we really didn't use the whole higher thing, we kind of all tried to respect each other as managers, but he was higher than me. And one day he came extremely sideways at me. Like he was like, set the scene. What was happening? Who was holding the iced coffee? <laughs> if, well, I can't say names. Um, he basically, let's just call him John. There we go. Generic. I like it. John. So John came to me and was approaching me about the night previous's. How do I say this? Like, we call it recovery, which is how the store, how clean the store was the night after. Right. So when I come in and mess up all of your clothing, what the store looks like in the morning is recovery. Yeah. So what the store, basically after the store closes, we recover 
get the store back together, fold everything, put everything back up, you know, that type of thing. Oh, so and, he wanted to know like your your side work. He was like, "What what happened?" Exactly. But what he didn't know is I closed this establishment. Mind you, this is a two-floor establishment with three people. That's a big store. I didn't realize only three of you closed. And that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be about six or seven. Some, like, on the weekends, nine, ten, maybe. So it's supposed to be, like, teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. Well, this particular night, I only had three other people with me. And I didn't have a cashier person. So I was the cashier person that night. Yeah. (laughs) And so... What was his? What was he saying to you? He was basically saying like, "Well, why does the store look like this? There's no reason why the store looked like this. This can come back onto you." Basically, kind of like not even assessing the situation because I don't ever leave like bad. Like I don't leave messes anywhere. I like to keep everything clean. I would like to leave it the way someone else would leave it for me. Of course, within their power. Right, because you wouldn't want to walk in and find, like, a hot mess and not have, like, any reason for it. Exactly. And the thing is, I left a communication, which is a little note that we always left, that night for him in the morning. He chose not to read it. So, like, what can I do at that point? Like, you didn't even give me a chance. I'm not even going to lie. I'm totally that person. (laughs) (laughs) Every scenario you keep giving me, I'm like, I'm that person. (laughs) We have, like, a prep list for the next person to do the next day, and I just never read it. I literally come in, and I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I, like, look around, and I do other things. And my boss one day was like, didn't you read my note? And I was like, you left me a note? <laughs> she was like, yeah, on the prep list, you're supposed to read when you come in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think there was a note on there. Let me go read it. I'll be I'm right back. Up. BRB, I will go read your note and come right back. <laughs> so, I'm cracking I, like, up. read the note, and it's, like, exactly what I'm not supposed to be doing right now. Um... Well, this, like, little thing was basically for, a, it's basic. we don't use it every night. Well, we weren't, we weren't supposed to use it every night. We were only supposed to use it if it was bad. So, like, if it was something bad, leave what happened, what the circumstances were, what's not finished, what is finished. Oh, like a summary report. Basically. And he chose not to check to see if there was any entries. It's not my fault at that point. Okay, I yeah, did yeah. what I was supposed to do. So, what happened? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, um, we were actually upstairs at this point. He came to me and basically was trying to give me a write-up. Basically trying to give me a write-up. Right, because he is now above you Technically, yes. Um, So he was trying to give me a write-up, and I was like, did you look at the entry? He said, what entry? I'm like... (laughs) The entry I made. We all know these entries. The things you're supposed to be checking. (laughs) You're supposed to check these every day. If you open or you come in or you're... um, you know, a leader of some sorts, we check those. We're supposed to check those so that way all of us can stay up to date and we know exactly what's going on. Right, just in case that crazy customer, a.k.a. me, comes in and is looking for their money without a receipt and you're going to be like, exactly. that hoe was here yesterday and I told her ass no. Exactly, for all of us to keep on be on the same page. I can't help that I close with three people because trust me, I would love to have closed with more. But that's just what I had that night and that's what I had to deal with. So, so he I, came in and he was just yelling at you about this and what happened? Basically, um, I did avoid the write-up because one thing Elijah doesn't do is sign write-ups. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I'd have been like, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't do write-ups. I was unless, not here on that day. I'm exactly. sorry. <laughs> unless that I know I truly deserve it. Like, well, yeah. I mean, like, in certain situations you do, but I feel like I would never assign, like, a write-up for something that I didn't feel was just. I'd be exactly. like, find me in court, sir. <laughs> like, Innocent at this point, until proven guilty. Right. Take me to um, a grand jury. Right. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> Get your people. Right. Um, I did avoid the write-up. 
he I wouldn't say got in trouble, but he definitely, you know, like check the entries because that's what they're there for. Like a reminder, like cause so he collected his know. life like he was supposed to. And he's do not pass go. He did not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Correct, because one thing I'm like I said, I'm not gonna do is sign a write up, or I'm not gonna take anything that I know I don't deserve. And being black and gay, would you say that you've come across any um, racisms or homophobia or like a mixture of the two at any of those jobs? Definitely. Um, at my current job. <laughs> so that's is... the place you'd see as like the most like racist or homophobic? Yes. Not so much at the clothing store. Well, that was a very open clothing store. Right, and the vibe, most honestly, most like, of the males, they were gay anyway. Yeah, so. like, I, I, I shop at that store pretty frequently, I would say. I don't see a lot of straight guys lining up behind me like, yes, I would like this crop top right now, please. <laughs> right. Um, so, at the current job that I'm at now, I definitely can say I've definitely experienced... I wouldn't say racism. I haven't really experienced more of that, but more so definitely homophobia. Um... There's an older gentleman and his wife that come in all the time. And I didn't even pick up on it, but they don't like when I wait on them or like when I serve them or like when I'm like. When you're the one like taking care of them. There we go. That's the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, they don't like it at all. And I didn't even realize it. But my coworker, who is just a black female, just, you know, re- regular black female. They're really kind. They're really, you know, to joke around. They laugh with her and everything like that. And then I also saw him experience a transaction with a Hispanic coworker of mine. He was the same way he was to her, like to me. Basically the same way he was to me to her. Oh, so it was like a racist thing. He didn't. It want... was like a racist and homophobia thing because right. the other girl was she was black. She was fine. So it wasn't really racism because you're was... black. She's black. It's more of like a oh this guy is really feminine. Exactly, and then the other girl is Hispanic. So probably a mixture of the two, and you know, and just in different ways. And it really kind of like opened my eyes a little. I'm like, wow, it's really out here. Like it's really crazy. Like you can't avoid it in retail. And honestly, sometimes you really just have to deal with it. That sounds crazy, but that's just what you have to do i don't know i was at um a large a a cheap and um get nice brand clothing for cheaper kind of place um today because you know i'm, I'm a, like i said i'm a bbb a bougie bitch on a budget um don't at me <laughs> and i was just there and I, I picked up a few things for myself i got like a calvin klein cologne for like a 40 dollar cologne for like eight bucks steel i got an adidas cologne Aww. i feel like most I don't like the expensive clones unless I like really am going out nice places. Right. Um, I don't want to smell too rich. I'm gonna get robbed. Um, but I I'll wear Adidas because it's like I smell like I just came back from practice. You know, like I was just on the I was just playing some soccer or whatever. You could smell me. I smell <laughs> good. Uh, right. Um, so I, I bought these two colognes and I'm at I'm just waiting in line in line. You know, listen to Ariana Grande on my headphones all the time. Um, and then I take my headphones off and the cashier is like clearly upset. And I was like, do I console her? Like, how, how do I make her feel better? I'm I'm the guest here. This is a weird scenario for me. I'm never in, like, a retail store, and, I, right. and the person's just, cry, like, basically, like, angry. And I was like, oh, okay, well, she's having a bad mood. I'm going to just give her my shit and, like, move on with my day. She starts bringing me up, and she goes, I'm upset. And I'm like, oh, gosh, she's going to, she's going to. She's going to want me to give an emotion. Okay. <laughs> um, um, okay. Why are you upset, ma'am? And she goes, 
well, there was a, a Mexican lady who was here before you. And I'm like, okay, I don't, she's Mexican. Got it. Um, and she's like, and she doesn't live in this country and she's getting her rent paid for free. And I'm like, wow, why are we talking about this? Why do you, A, how do you know she's not from this country? Exactly. She could have been born here. And just because she's Mexican, like, I don't, I don't, I want, I kind of want to know why, how she knows that she wasn't born in this country. And that, like, was she like there when she was born? Was she like, what happened? How do you know this? Right. There's all this information she has about this other lady who was probably there for five seconds before me. <laughs> and barely spoke to her. Gave her her life story. She's like, my rent is paid by the government. She's like, well, I can't get my rent paid by the government because I make $43 over. And I have like my Beats headphones and my Calvin Klein t-shirt on and like. I look really white, I would say, and <laughs> not that that's a bad thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm mixed, so I'm like I have, I'm like everything under the sun, um, but I look very like wealthy sometimes, like like BBB, a bougie bitch on a budget. <laughs> that is what I look like. Literally so, his standard. I guess I guess I just looked like I was on a budget that day because she was telling me her life story and she was like, and she was she's not from this country and I'm from this country and this that that. And I'm like, can you just ring me up? Right. Like I'm just trying to get out of here. Like. It's crazy that she even felt comfortable saying that out loud. I was like, do you... I, I almost wanted to be like, oh. I think the whole time I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I clearly wasn't interested in that conversation. Right. She just felt the need. She's, at the end, she was like, thank you so much for letting me rant. I needed that. What Do I have, like, a you can rant to me type of face? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I got that one. Ridiculous. It's crazy. It's out there. It's definitely out there. Racism is alive and well today, apparently. Like, And I look a little bit Spanish, too, I would say. I get Dominican a lot. I guess it's because I am. Um, and she's just, I look Spanish. So I don't, I can't believe she felt not only comfortable enough to say that to a customer, but to somebody who looks like they're Spanish. Right. I, I should have been like, I wasn't born in this country, even though I am. Um, I wasn't born in this country. And right, make may, I, may I speak to your manager? Please. Discount my check. Immediately. And <laughs> <laughs> got no receipts. Um, so anything about being like gay or anything though? Um, not real. Not really. I'm trying to think. Maybe I was some of the. I mean, like, cause I'm. I would. I have a class of classify myself as a ditzy person. So I really don't pay attention to some stuff like this. Like how I don't know. I don't really pay attention. But now me being older, I could probably say some of my instances at. <laughs> at the grocery store was definitely like they could clearly sense like cause, you know I had a lot going on back then with myself but definitely could see my more flamboyant self other than some of the other guys that work there right so now looking back definitely seeing how some of the like older people kind of reacted to me like you know they weren't used to it um, cause I had piercings. I mean, we weren't really allowed to show much of them, but me being the rebel that I am, I had a few like hidden ones and everything like that. Um, and definitely tattoos as well. So I think I was just kind of viewed it as just like a troubled person. And I feel like I shouldn't, I don't know. I was like one of the nicest people there. So I just felt like I was kind of judged wrong. But I, I can see that you're like, are super like, Oh my God, I'm super nice. But like, don't talk to me like in your head type of person. Definitely. That's me all the time, except I give off a bitch mind, a bitch mood, and not like a talk to me one. You have resting bitch <laughs> I can't help it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be like my actual emotions, which no one's going to want to see. They're not always right. happy. 
Sometimes I'll be giving people death glares. I don't even realize it. And they're like, why were you looking at me? And I'm like, oh, did I do that? Like, in my, in my head, I'm like, did I do that on my face? It was supposed to stay in my head. And then I have to, like, come up with that. Sorry, I was just, uh, I zoned out. Like, right. I wasn't death glaring you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I feel like, as a gay person, I have felt more... I have to prove myself a little bit more in every scenario that I'm in almost to make up for it, especially like being in the kitchen or anything like that. People just like, it's always like a, even for women, it's challenging. They always have to feel like they prove themselves more to get what they I need to be. I definitely see what you're saying. Um, because for years, this industry has been ruled by masculine men that are just like, yeah, I'm a guy. So, uh, here's Watch my dick. Cook. Here's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's all these strong, beautiful women and these like talented gay guys that come in. They're like, we can do what you can do, but I can do better. I can right. do better than you. Um, so, yeah, I feel like... Do you feel like that? You have to prove yourself a little bit more? Is it not like that um, at all in any of those situations that you've been in? Uh, mm, I would definitely say so. Um, especially me, also coming from just being a young person standpoint. Like, I'm only 22. Most of these things, manager positions I had when I was 21. Um, I've always been super envious of that, like... I was like, oh, I went to school for what I wanted to do. And, you know, I'm out here living my best life. And he's out here making more money as a manager. He didn't go to school for this. He's like living his best life on his own. I'm like living my mom's attic. Um, <laughs> Broke college student life. I'm cricket. Um, it was definitely, but definitely just showing your worth, being a young person and being gay. For me, I mean, you're black too, but like definitely like, portray like, like i literally portray yeah. right portray like black um definitely showing your worth is a little bit hard um i can say that most of my jobs haven't necessarily been run by um let's just say like a caucasian per se the, the friendliest people right um but definitely just proving myself and just always showing my best self was definitely difficult like you definitely do have like a little bit more hurdles than than say like a regular just a regular caucasian male for like i would say yeah for example like the other day my boss was like oh well one of these people like one of these managers we'll say a manager um one of these managers doesn't like you but um he says you're a good worker. I was like, well, he doesn't have to like my personality. I'm not here for him. I'm here to get my coin. I'm exactly. getting my coin. And to collect my check and walk out the door. At the end of the day, he knows that I'm here to do my job. And I really yeah. don't care how he feels about my personality or how I look or dress. Because, you know, in the kitchen, we all dress very similarly. Um, but I'm here. I'm not here for your... You You not like my personality doesn't affect me. It doesn't right. affect my money. I'm still going to ask for my raise because I still deserved it. You <laughs> <laughs> still should give it to me. Definitely. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I, I do think that, um, I mean, at least personally, that it, it affects us. Um, what would you say that um, you recommend to somebody starting in one of those positions? Um, honestly, just work hard and show that you want it or that you want to be there at least. It really does bug me, even being a regular sales associate and a manager, like seeing both sides of it. I hate to see people that just like don't apply themselves. Like you apply for the job, you went through this whole process, show that you want it, show that you like getting that check every two weeks, because it honestly just will open up so many other doors. If you work hard, it pays off. 
I've noticed that too. And like, I've seen a lot of people come in and like, in, in the kitchen, you have to do what's called a stage, which is where you like do the second part of your interview. You come in and you like show like, this is what I can do. This is what I said I could do in my interview. This is like the second part of your interview. And it's almost like a date when you go on an interview. The person, when you first meet them, that's going to be the nicest that they are for the rest of their lives. When is like, whenever you're on a first date, like that's the nicest they'll ever be. Mm-hmm. So in an interview, <clears throat> that's the nicest they're ever going to be to you. Um, and as soon as they start their job and they're like comfortable there, they're like doing whatever they want and they act whoever they need to act to get like, to feel comfortable. Right. And sometimes it's just not like professional. So I definitely would agree that you should, um, work as hard as you can get as far as you can and just show them like, this is what I'm here to do. Right. No, definitely. Definitely agree with that. Well, is there anything else you wanted to add today? Um... No, I think that's it. No? Okay, good. Thank you so much for coming out today, Elijah. It's been a pleasure having Aww. you. Thanks. Um, and we'll Thank see you. you guys next time on Clean Up on IOU. Bye. You can find us on Spotify currently, Google Podcasts, and I, and Apple Podcasts. Um, we'll be releasing these videos every Monday, and tune in for the next guest. Um, and maybe even seeing Elijah again. So have a good one, guys. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.